Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Radio Program. I am your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to listen to this radio program today. I want to just say thank you to our friends at Outpost Coffee. Those guys are just top-notch. Jude and his crew are just stepping up their game. Love it. Um, Check them out at outpostcoffeeco.com. So, leadership's a big buzzword right now. And I sit down with Chase Alcott, who is the owner-operator of Chick-fil-A here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. And we talk about leadership, we talk about Jesus, we talk about the things that he's learned um, from being the owner-operator of his Chick-fil-A here in town. Uh, Just the idea of leadership and being a servant leader. So I hope that this conversation will just encourage you and enlighten you on your journey this week. All right, Northfield Nation, you may hear some strange things afoot today on the program, but I am very, very close to heaven in this moment. Uh, I am in Chick-fil-A with um, Chase Alcott. He is the owner-operator of the new Chick-fil-A that's in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. I love this guy. I love what he's doing here. And so welcome to the Northfield Nation, Chase Alcott. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Excited to be here. So how in the world... I've been I've been lobbying for this Chick Fil A in Bartlesville for years because yeah. I am a huge proponent of Chick Fil A. Um, just tell us a little bit about who you are and what uh, how you got to Bartlesville. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the story of even Chick Fil A getting to Bartlesville's um, it's a fun one to tell, um, and it just talks more about the incredible company that I get to work for. So my actual process um, began. I'm going to guess about five years ago, uh, I did some studying in the idea of organizational leadership. And that's when I was really first exposed to this idea of servant leadership. Mm-hmm. And how do we lead like Jesus did, where yeah. we put others first above everything. And it was at that time where I started looking for what companies um, led with servant leadership. And Chick-fil-A really rose to the top. I've been, before Chick-fil-A, I was in a nonprofit ministry for about 15 years. Um, and this was just said, hey, servant leadership, I want this to be about my whole life. Yeah. And so Chick-fil-A was one that I said, okay, what does this look like? I had a buddy who's an owner down in Dallas, and he kept telling me, hey, you need to do this, you need to do this. And so I went through the application process, and the more I was just exposed um, to what Chick-fil-A does and everything it's about, I said, okay, this is incredible. And so I tell people that the three main reasons I went down the Chick-fil-A road was one, for leadership development. I knew, hey, I want to know everything I can about servant leadership, how to do it, what it looks like, how to do it the best. Um, Second was culture. Um, I knew Chick-fil-A had an incredible culture and it was more than just being a part of one. I wanted to learn how to lead one. Nice. Uh, and the last was business. I've always been, yes, I've been in ministry. Um, they were, in, they actually did. I thought they were incredible at how they managed their business, but there were so many business things I wanted to learn. That's what I studied in college. And so I felt like even if I hope I'm working at Chick-fil-A for really the rest of my career, but even if I was only here five years, I knew I would be walking away with like a doctorate level experience. Sure, absolutely. On leadership development, culture, <clears throat> and business. And so, what's crazy is the process to become an owner. Um, they have 
Uh, I heard last week they have something like 70,000 expressions of interest every year. Holy cow. Of people who want to be an owner. Yeah. Uh, which is crazy. I didn't know it was that many. Um, and the process usually takes somewhere between two or three years. I think I had 15 different steps or interviews throughout my whole Man. time. Um, so, so it's seven, not easy. It's, uh, it's yeah, not an easy thing. It's, it's not... Um, God's hand was all over my yeah. process for sure. My timing, the location, everything. And so you have 70,000 and they only open about a hundred stores a year. And so you could, anyone who can do any sort of math can see kind of what the odds are. And so I'm just so blessed to have this opportunity and how I got to be Bartlesville was in the application process. They ask you, where do you want to be? What are your ideal locations? And I had said, North Oklahoma, Northeast Oklahoma, Tulsa area, north of that, anything that was available because my wife's from Tulsa area, Sand Springs. Okay. Yep. And it was, hey, Bartlesville's on the map and they put us up for it. Uh, what's crazy is I think I personally had only been to Bartlesville maybe once in my life before <laughs> I interviewed for it, maybe right. twice, because um, I came over in the process. Um, my wife had been here a ton uh, and it was something that we just fell in love with the town. Um, now, here's what's cool about the process of Chick-fil-A coming to Bartlesville. Um, Bartlesville's actually been on Chick-fil-A's map for a number of years. Really? Um, but what's cool about Chick-fil-A's process is, and anyone can really understand this, that I, my opinion, obviously I work here, they're just so incredibly strategic of yeah. where they put locations. And they wait for the right locations. And even looking at Bartlesville and where we sit as far as our intersection um, on these two major roads. Yeah, huge. You could tell they didn't just jump at the first opportunity to be here. They said, all right, we're going to choose the right one. And then again, brag on Chick-fil-A and the way they do it. It's, it's a different team that selects the operator and, and does the site selection. Nice. So... Bartlesville had been on the map long before I had even applied to do it. And so it was almost like they weren't connected, but they were. They had to make sure that the location was set, the deal was in place. Um, and then somewhere in that process, they begin interviewing candidates for that opportunity. Wow. And that's where I came in because they have a team that's fully dedicated to selecting the best operators, as well as a team fully dedicated to selecting the best sites. Um, and so, yeah, incredibly blessed to be a part of it. I mean, I think Bartlesville had been on the map, uh, like I said, long before I even applied, but long before I had probably even thought about being in Chick-fil-A. So how, how long have, have you worked for Chick-fil-A? So technically, totally. yeah, uh, I didn't work, work for Chick-fil-A at all before okay. I became an owner. Uh, I signed my contract. It would have been the October, last October, so about a year and a half. We opened January 25th last year. It was a big so, deal. I remember. Yeah. So I, <laughs> it was I, a big I'm deal. technically like actually working at Chick-fil-A being open. It's been 13 months a couple days ago. So yeah, it was, it's been a crazy. So the first year has it been good? First year has been great. Uh, yeah. Learned a lot. Uh, <laughs> <I bet. laughs> every day. And I, I know I will for the next 20 years. Um, there's been some highs. There's been some lows. Sure. Overall, we couldn't be more happy with everything about it with the town with the opportunity with how this opportunity responded as far as what it looks like so yeah we love um we love being here yeah and okay so, so i want to know how jesus get a hold of you yeah um 
so it's I, I did grow up in church. I had some incredible parents who were huge um, you know Bible believers. They neither were in ministry. They just had firmly rooted some of that in our lives, I mean, my brother and I's lives. And it really was through the course of you know high school and then even in college. Uh, like I said, I worked for a ministry for the last 15 years. What ministry and was that? It's called Christ in Youth. Uh, okay, based yeah. out of Joplin. Uh, oh. Put on events all across the country. Uh, incredible organization. And what I love is that I really feel like even a lot of my spiritual development even happened through working for the ministry for the last 15, 20 years. And so really uh, how I say, okay, how did God grab a hold of my life? especially as it applies to what I'm doing now. Um, over the last five to 10 years, I've developed just an incredible heart for people and the people I work with. Yeah. And so the Lord um, has just continued to show me opportunities and continue to give me grace um, and continue to give grace to my family and show mercy on me. And so it's just, I just continue to open my eyes every day to what he's done in my life that I now want to, you know, tell others about. And Chick-fil-A is an incredible opportunity to do that yeah. and how to serve people first. That's so cool. That's so cool. So, and I heard th rumor th through the rumor mill that you do public speaking as well. You do, you, you uh, do. Yeah. So it, yes and no. Um, okay. I, it's definitely not something that, um, hey, I put it on a resume or anything like that. It really has, hey, with this Chick-fil-A, and I'm going to give all the credit to this incredible company I work for, um, that uh, it's given me incredible things that I can share and talk about with people and say, hey, this is what Chick-fil-A stands for. And there's some of it, what I love about the Chick-fil-A model is yes, we have, I'm an owner, so I am able to create my own systems. and. Sure hire my own like build systems to do that and look use my own so it's um, autonomous to some degree it's autonomous to some degree okay but what i love is that there are a million resources out there when we talk about servant leadership and how do we serve those that we work with i absolutely feel that being in the chick-fil-a world is even as an owner because every day i feel like i'm texting or asking other owners yeah. questions of that I know they've experienced. Yeah. So um, no, no, let me ask you. Is, yeah. Did when you opened, is it true that other Chick Fil A owners come and help? Absolutely. Like, kick off your store because I remember when, when I got in here, there were so many people that was like, these don't look like normal, yeah. like just your run of the mill typical employees. These look like people that have been running this thing like a machine for a while. So they do actually bring in Chick Fil A uh, other owners. There's two sides. Chick Fil A itself, corporate wise, they have an incredible support system. And the home office, um, the sports center is what they call it. Okay. They provide a ridiculous amount of resources awesome. to me to open up from a whole marketing team to trainers for two to three weeks. Um, and plenty of them for my trainers to get, or for my team to get trained. And then on the other side is really just this owner side. So you have a support center side and then an owner side where it's just a network. Um, there's everything from how, uh, like I said, every day I'm sending messages to other owners asking, hey, how have you done this in the past? Or, hey, what does this look like? That's so awesome. And so when I say I'm able to create, hey, my own org chart or able to create my own hiring strategy or able to create, you know, how this, you know, pay scale, um, 
I never feel like I'm having to do that on my own. Yeah. Uh, very rarely, if ever. Um, one of the things that I tell people is if you walked, if you saw the original plans for this store um, and then saw what we eventually did, you maybe saw up to 100 changes. And I probably asked for all of those changes or a lot of them, but 99 of them I didn't think of on my own. I really? probably saw it at another store or talked to another owner and say, hey, what are you doing with this area or what yeah. does that look like? So um, I, I definitely don't think I'm one of the most creative minds, but I, I just want to get the best ideas from others. Absolutely, yeah. And so talk about, you know, on the public speaking side, it really has been just an opportunity just to share um, this opportunity Chick-fil-A has given me and my family and uh, just talk about some of the incredible things that we've learned really along the way and are continuing to learn. That's so great. So. I know when you, you said you had this community of people that it, it sounds... I mean, obviously, everybody that knows Chick-fil-A knows that it's a Christian business. It, it has a Christian b- uh, mindset. Oh. Uh, uh, Dan Caffey, he, he's, a, he's a believer. He loves Christ. And this idea of community and being able to c- call on your brothers and sisters for, for help sounds very, you know, familiar to me. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds very biblical. It's, um, yes. Yeah, so it's crazy. So we actually are not... Um, technically a Christian company. We're founded on Christian values. Fair, okay, fair enough. Um, but what's also crazy, we don't even have the word chicken in our corporate purpose because it really is about serving um, others and what that looks like. And so the way I describe it is I feel like all of the owners know the people that were a part of their story and yeah. the people that they ask questions to. And so anytime anyone asks a question or asks for help in their process, it's almost like, uh, almost passing that along of saying yes uh, or paying it for I want to help you as well um, so even today there have been operators that I have texted who have been operators for 10 plus years and also got phone calls from guys who are in the process of becoming operators Yeah. so it's so cool um, yeah, and, and I go back to yes Dan Kathy, True Kathy how he created this I say created this, he was living out servant leadership before it was technically a thing sure and you just see that continue to just transcend throughout everything um you know one one of the clearest examples everyone knows we're closed on sundays yep um but what was crazy is so true it had his own restaurant 20 years before chick-fil-a was even a thing and that restaurant was closed on sundays uh, even before that and his reasoning behind that was he wanted to serve his team members. He wanted to give them a day where they could attend church or can, just attend, to rest. Or just to rest. Yeah. And he really believed, I take care of my team, that um, I just have to believe that they're going to take care of the store and take care of me. And so it was, I'm going to serve them first Very cool. uh, rather than thinking about the business. Very cool. So you recently just went on a mission trip. I did. Where did you go? So I went uh, down to Guatemala. Okay. Um, just outside to a children's home or a children's school, okay. put it, uh, a school and a Christian school. Uh, and what was cool was I was actually invited by another operator. And so there were oh, about wow. six of us operators who went How neat. on that trip. And uh, the experience itself was just incredible to see what is going on at this school. I mean, it is. It was a Christian school that, yes, there's a little bit of tuition. It's not much. A lot of it is supplemented through different ways. But there were six or 700 kids from K through wow. 10 who attended this. In, Guata- in Guatemala? In Guatemala. Wow. 
Um, and it's, yeah, you know, just a step above the public school because I think, you know, you have to sure. pay $20 a month or something to attend. But there's wow. chapel every day. Yeah. And so we got to lead chapel every day. Got to, um, yeah, I got to preach to the high school kids, which How was awesome. Fun. That's incredible. Um, and it was, it was one of those, again, for me personally, I had worked in a ministry for the last 15 years and I had uh, led some mission trips in that way. But I, this was the first time since really my senior year of high school that I had actually just attended one. Yeah. And I didn't have, uh, I don't want to say a second motive or anything like that. Like I was, I was just attending. Yeah. And got to. More of a blessing for you in, in some ways. Uh, and then just, again, the incredible network of this Chick-fil-A world brought me to that trip and then I can tell you every single one of those operators that I went on some who I never met before um, talked to all of them since then there was one who really hadn't talked to hardly much before that trip and I texted him this week and asked him some questions that he's got going on with his team and even I mean it can be everything from as simple as hey can you send me a picture of how your monitors are set up to tell me what you're doing for retirement for your leaders and it's wow. everything in between um, and there, there's one question I have that I really want as many opinions as I could so I took the same question and I think I copied and pasted and sent it to probably 15 different operators on Monday Wow! Um, and so because I was like I want I'm really I want to do what's best and so I want to hear from other people what they're doing wow that's cool so okay you've been in ministry five plus years a little bit more than that so like? yeah so I graduated um, college uh, 2003 okay. and I really went into working at Christ Youth right after that mm-hmm. so 2000 beginning of 2004 till 2017 so 13 years full-time I was at Christ Youth and then um, left that straight to come here sweet so what in in this year that you've been 13 months that you've been open what's god shown you in that 13 months yeah oh man <laughs> i know that's a broad yeah. question but it you know just one of those ones that I, how many hours we got uh, no, it's uh it, i i feel like i could write numerous books yeah. on this past year and it i've learned a lot about people and about working it um, in this industry, how to love people, and there have been times even in it where uh, I almost have not necessarily focused on the wrong thing or the wrong people, but I, I, I know that there's been times where I've offered grace upon grace, and maybe maybe too many times, but I've erred on that side, um, I, good or bad. Um, like I said, there's been times where I say I focused on not not the wrong things, but. I, there are up to 100 people who work here, and sometimes I might be focused on one or two when yeah. I need to be thinking about the other 98 and how those one or two are affecting the 98. Yeah. Um, so I, another thing that I've learned, because I came from a full-time a ministry where everyone was full-time, yeah. and so I'll say um, what's interesting about this world is I, I was taking a lot of things even personally, early on um, because I didn't experience uh, you know a lot of people quitting previously and so how and it was almost like the last few months yeah it's turned a corner where very rarely do I take someone leaving now as personally because I see people who, who are wanting to come back and who want to be a part of this culture yeah um, one of the cool things I've learned over the last year and continue to learn is 
how do I, um, in this world, we're open 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. And so there's people who are here from 5 or 5.30 to 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And there could be up to 50 people working in a day, 60 people. Wow. And... One, I can't be here that whole that, time. That whole time, sure. And so... You would and, be absolutely exhausted. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And also, how do you get better tomorrow than you are today? And nope. how are you better today than you are yesterday? And it's a continual climb. Um, that, that's been different for me in a good way. Sure. Because we'll have big orders or we'll have some cool things that happen. But then right after it's over, it's like, hey, we still got cars coming through the drive-thru. Um, so I've learned how to trust leaders um, and delegate and let them lead uh, as well as, okay, how do we make a slow, steady climb and not, um, it's just a different type of world. Um, it's a very transitional world as yeah. far as we fully believe, man, let's bring people in, let's catch and release them. Uh, there are numerous leaders I have here who in reality, I hope and I pray and I have failed if they're still working for me in three years um, because we want to bring them in and even help set them on plans and set yeah. them on tracks, grow them, and then send them out. Wow. So we want to be operators someday or want to be in different fields. But, okay, how can we, again, through the lens of servant leadership, serve them and knowing that they're going to work hard and they're going to serve this business, but... How do we serve them by even training them? You know, there are people who work here who it's like, hey, they might want to be in ministry someday. Okay. Sure. What What are things you can learn that can set you up to when you go work in a church? Um, I think I've got two or three of those right now. Um, so, yeah. So it's, cool. It's just a different mindset of how do we catch and release instead of how do we keep them forever. So one of the questions we ask in every single final interview is where do you want to be in two to three years? Um, and there's no right or wrong answer. We've all been in places where there was only one right answer, and it was at this company, and it was moving up. Yeah. Here, it's like, I don't care if you say you want to be a manager at Chick-fil-A, or if you say you want to be a youth pastor, or if you say, hey, I just want to own my own home. Like, yeah. Or, yeah. hey, yeah. I'm going to yeah. be in college. Like, We want to take all of that because we want to put look at where they want to go as the top priority and helping them. So what? What's so? I'll ask that question. What do you, What do you guys see for the next five years, or so, for you personally, and for maybe for the for the comp, for this? Yeah, site? that's a great question. So when I say for the next five years, what does that look like? It, and again, I know this sounds weird or um, unlike what a normal business owner would say. My when I look at my first five years, how do I? Uh, I want to say not just develop people, but even develop some incredible systems that can help develop people. How do we become great at that? And then also, I am very focused on how do we grow Bartlesville? Yeah. How do we take, uh, is there anything I can do to help bring businesses and people and things like that into this town? I really do believe if this town grows, you know, if the tide rises all the ships rise yep and so to me it's a, it's a different focus i if i was at a chick-fil-a you know in the middle of tulsa or you know in the middle of houston that wouldn't be my focus because there are a million people around sure um but with this local community how do we you know how do we take these assets that lord has given us and maximize those um and use those for the best of the kingdom and yeah. what he's called Sue. So that was the first question. What was the second one again? 
for you, per, you just personally. personally. Yeah, you personally. What's your goals for the next five years? So, yeah, me personally, it, it really is how do we become established here? You know, I want, I already have over the last year, and how do I continue to do that? Continue to love my family more, be more with them. That was a large part of the process, was getting yeah. more time with my boys. Um, and so, yeah, for me personally, how do uh, I continue to grow in developing leaders? Um, you know, it's, uh, I'm not focused as much, yes, we set sales goals and we set records and we pay attention to all of those things. But I didn't get into this to sell chicken. I didn't get into this um, to make money. Like, those were all, I don't even want to say secondary. Those were pretty far down the list. Okay. It really was, how do we love people? Wow. Um, and so to me, this is an opportunity to love the 90 to 100 team members we have. How do we do that in creative ways? How do we create a culture they love coming into? How do we teach them? Um, how do I continue to learn every day? And then also we get an opportunity with, you know, up to anywhere over a thousand different people a day come yeah. in and buy chicken. It is a so, true story. It's um, a lot. Uh, we come here a lot. Love this place. Yeah. So how can we, you know, just show, you know, God's love and care? Yeah. How do we get, how do we become known as the company that cares? That's awesome. Uh, love that. Team company members, for guests, for anyone who comes in contact with us. So you said you, you got, you're married, you got kids. Yes. Um, how is your wife involved with this as well? So somewhat. Okay. So she is, uh, hands down, my best advisor. Um, so every night or every day, it's, hey, this is going on. Even 10 minutes ago, I sent her a text of something else a leader had sent me. Uh, great conversation. So um, some wives or spouses are involved uh, at all different levels of the business. She obviously didn't come from the Chick-fil-A world. Uh, she's been a teacher for the last 15 years. Oh, very cool. Um, and so they actually moved down a few months after we opened. So really her involvement with this is really supporting me and supporting this cool. and loving on our team in different ways that she can. Very cool. Um, occasionally she'll take a delivery or something yeah. like that. Um, but she has enjoyed even this past year of, this is the first year in 15 years that she hasn't um, had a full-time job. So she's home with the kiddo. She's well, home with the kids. That's a full-time job, man. It is, without a doubt. Um, <clears throat> and so, and she's been amazing. How long have you been year. married? Um, we've been married since 2005, so it'll be 14 years this November. Very cool, awesome. Um, she, uh, not saying she won't ever go back into teaching or something like that, um, but... So yeah, it's been it's been good. She's been a lot closer to her family. How many kiddo, kiddos uh, yeah. you got? Two boys. Um, one is in second grade. Will turn eight in a couple of days, mm -hmm. and one, and our second boy turned four three days ago. Yay! So that's so um, fun. Yeah. So it's a party in our house. An eight I year bet. old, and a four year old. I bet. Um, yeah, couldn't be happier, and love getting to spend time with them and seeing them a lot more. My oldest said to me. Um, you know, which even solidified a lot of this. We were driving back from Tulsa. I think we went to a drillers game. And he was like, hey, buddy, you, do you love lemon in Bartlesville? He's like, yeah, yeah, I do. I was like, okay, why? And he goes, well, I get to eat Chick-fil-A all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good perk. But what else? He's like, and I get to see you all the time. That's and I was awesome. like, okay, like this is such a big factor uh, I traveled a lot with my last uh, job and so this was just allows me to 
Um, not necessarily be home with them every night because there's a lot of times where I'm up here. You're but, here, sure. Um, but it allows me to see them almost every day. It's so awesome. Um, and there really has been, I think we went for even six months where I wasn't away from for more than one or two nights, which is just crazy unheard of <clears throat> even in my whole marriage. Usually we would travel. Wow. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Incredibly blessed. Very cool. To be a part of that. So in the last uh, three or four minutes we got here. Yeah. What if you if you were sitting down with a potential team member, what would you what kind of advice would you give them for and uh, how to be a good leader? Absolutely. So this we actually talk about this in every final interview. Okay. We do evaluations on this. Team leaders have read this book, and these are the three qualities that we say we hold, uh, or three qualities and virtues that we hold tighter or truer here at this store. Not all stores do this. Again, this is just Bartlesville. So there's a book called um, The Ideal Team Player by Patrick Lencioni, and there's three qualities he talks about, and that's what we uh, continue to tell our team. Like I said, we even do evaluations on it. It is, the first one is humble. Um, how do we come in every day and are, feel blessed to be a part of this? I know me personally, every day I walk in, and I firmly believe the Kathy family could take away my keys tomorrow, and I'm so blessed to have this opportunity. Uh, and we want people who come in and, and really look at that. How do we think of others more? Second one is hungry. Is that mm. we want team members who uh, are not just physically hungry because we serve food, <laughs> but how are they hungry to grow themselves? Sure. And then how do they have eyes to be hungry to grow the business? Yeah. Um, so that's second quality. And the third quality, which he calls is smart. And it's really how do you interact with, it's not book smart, or I probably want to be here, <laughs> it's more how do you interact with your team members? And how do you interact with your team? How do you interact with guests? Do you know how to do that on a smart level? And so we will sit down. We talk about that in every final interview. We talk about it in our orientation. And then when we do evaluations, we it says humble, hungry, and smart and how you're evaluated in those. Very cool. Um, so those are, yeah, that's that. Well, Chase, I thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. I know you are just hopping here yeah great (laughs) Um, i love doing it really excited you're here on the show so thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule today and just to sit down and talk with me thank you all right see you bye this program has been brought to you by dsr a technology company that has been investing in bartles of a families for over 35 years dsr we deliver technology